Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Beyond the Mountains of Madness, and this is episode 26. It was written by Janice Hill and Charles Ingen, along with others who are listed in the credits. Our GM for this campaign is Sean Little, and Mick Swan will be giving the recap. The GM and the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Mick. Thanks, Tom. All is madness, chaos, black darkness, and confusion. We had thought, I had thought, in a moment of mania, to slay the Germans, to stop the rot at its source, to stop the story getting out, but when push came to shove, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to kill another innocent man. Not after the tower. Not after already sending men to their deaths. I've seen things, I've, I've, I've felt things that no man should. My, my mind, my very soul is shattered and, and what fragile wreckage is left of me has lost its capacity to endure. I am resigned to the fact that we have failed, that the secrets of this place will reach the outside world of men and they will come. Men who will disturb this place. Men who will wreck it. Men who will free that thing. I see the same desperation in the faces of my compatriots. The same sense of confusion and indecision. Before this relentless and incomprehensible horror. The Germans, for their part, have offered to assist with the rescue of our people from the late camp, and, and we in our twisted state have no choice but to, to accept their offer of help while we go to seek out and rescue our fellows on the mountain. We have to go back there, knowing as we do what lurks there, those ancient, unfathomably alien things to whom we are little more than beasts, livestock. When we returned to the city, however, we discovered the camp in tatters. And though it pains me to say so, I felt a certain sense of relief. We wouldn't have to worry about those people telling what they knew. That relief was short-lived, however, for not far from the camp, we found a scrap of canvas left by the others, which directed us to a round tower to the northeast, wherein, supposedly, they had made camp after an attack by those sickening winged things. After the usual incessant bickering, I set off with Lindenbrook, while the others stayed behind, guarding the plane, coppered covering us with his rifle. A short distance from the tower, we were greeted by a member of the expedition who ushered us into cover. He told us the professor was unwell and would need help, assistance. As we approached the tower, to render aid, we heard the slow leathery flap of wings and saw three of those foul ancient horrors beginning to rise above the rubble before us. They have come for us. I knew they would. The moment has come at last. I have no choice. I shall greet it bravely. I will go out fighting. 
Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So for clarification, as we left off, two of you, Dr. Lindenbrook and Captain Sugden, were heading to the towers, I recollect, and the rest were staying around the aircraft, and you uh, did see rising, not necessarily right in front of you, but at the edge of the, uh, the clearing in which you landed, uh, three of the elder things rise up, one of which was carrying the aforementioned blue, slightly glowing box device. They, they survey the scene. They look at you. Of course, Captain. So I'm, I'm assuming Captain Sugden and Lindenbrook run for the tower at the sight of the creatures and fear or concern for their safety. The others, uh, I'll assume everyone sees it because there's yelling and pointing happening from all directions, for both directions. Uh, the creatures then, they don't, they don't stay suspended watching you. They sort of hover for a bit and then spread out back and duck down behind buildings. Yes, I'm, I'm, I definitely think we should head for, for cover. Okay. <sighs> Next time we get chosen to go on some sort of ancient Arc Arctic expedition, I'm going to stay home. <laughs> well, I'm going to stay next to the plane, and I've got my sniper rifle, and if they decide to make a run back, to the plane, I'll cover them. And I'm just going to keep an eye on where they are and kind of see if I can suss out what they're going to do. Okay. Dr. Hawks, um, Elmer, Nigel. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to know what everyone's doing first very quickly. Um, can, I get, can I get a recap? Should I back up the plane? Back up the plane as well? or I, 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 I assumed you were staying at the plane. Yeah, she wished to go. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I would, I would think the doctor would want to go to where the injured people are. Oh, actually, do you know what? Yeah, that's right. I was going with that. That's right. I'll give you that. That makes sense. Sorry. You were there was yelling about uh, oh, yeah. Professor Moore, so I'm going to guilt. Okay. How much fuel do we have in the planes? Ah. <laughs> Could you make a pilot roll? Piloting roll? Skill roll? Oh, yeah. Not enough to go oh, back. Yeah, very easy. A six. Okay. You know for a fact, uh, you do have enough fuel, obviously, to make it back to Lake Camp. You, you planned ahead. That's what pilots do. You have minimal additional fuel. You don't have lots because you knew you were going to be picking people up. So your calculation roughly is that uh, you can get the remaining peoples there, uh, but pretty much everything's been jettisoned from the aircraft except for these. All right, well, kind of keeping an eye out, you know, guarding the planes, but at the same time going to, you know, make sure that the plane's not damaged and, you know, do my pre-flight checks and be ready to go at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I get a recap? Is it is it still there's six people supposedly up here, right? I will tell you exactly. Acacia Lexington and Ralph DeWitt are, as you recollect, they were going off to do filming. They're going to create some kind of 
documentary of sorts to minimize the uh, the knowledge that would be pushed out to the world to essentially say old city nothing to see here except ancient ruins uh, Patrick Miles is still you've seen Patrick Miles here already from building in as far as you know Charlene is still here and Alan Houston so there are a total of six people here okay good that's what I had and Patrick Miles is the one that we saw who came out and was talking with us yes that's true correct okay. yeah I'll, I'll probably be staying back to the plane also um, just pretty much watching the captain and Lindenbrook as they go in to see you know their first reaction mm -hmm. and dr. Hawks as well and Hawks yeah Okay. Probably are they far? I probably would have my binoculars on them. It's it's not so far you can't see. It's like four hundred yards. Okay. To to the tower. They're not they're they're almost they're probably almost right at the tower right now. Okay. Um the three of you that are remaining at the aircraft, um I'll just say that you see Dr. Lindenbrook and Captain Sugden and and uh Dr. Hawks reach the tower entrance. But while you see this could you all each make a listen roll, please? Oh, shit. No. Critical failure. Okay. I have snow in your ears. <laughs> no, I think my no. ears fell off. I rolled a, I rolled a 99. I didn't oh, mine either. Okay. Nope, me either. 79. We are deaf as posts. <laughs> all right. Well, there's a lot of talking, a lot of shouting, a lot of things happening so yeah no I, I would say however um Nigel just your 99 you um you, it's it's more so you, not that you heard something wrong but you're completely you're banging things around checking things right you know, rummaging through papers and whatever you're doing to check things that's why you just can't hear what's going on at all around you it's more of a you don't hear anything rather than a fail Okay, so I'll just skip to Dr. Lindenbrook briefly and uh, the other two, Hawks and Sugden. So you arrive at the tower. Uh, there is, there's, as, as described, there was the tarpaulin tarp that was held down by, it looks like snow and rocks, just pieces of debris holding it down. And uh, when you arrive, uh, you're greeted by Miles, of course. He says, oh, come in, come in quickly, please. Professor Moore is injured. We, we've, we've been helped. We've had to relocate as, as we just, those things, they just want to get at us and we just, we're doing our best. We're running low on ammunition. You brought guns, guns. We, like I said, you, we need, we need guns. If you brought them with you here now, well, because they're coming back. We, uh, we need to get out of here. We're, we're here to rescue you and get you out. So we need to pack up everybody as quickly as possible and get to the airplane and go before they come back, before those creatures attack us. Okay, okay. Well, um, like you, you know that we've got a sled. We have one sled we can put Professor Moore on, and he's he's lying on a, a pallet of sorts. Like, he's, he's quite injured. Uh, the one other fellow that's with us there, uh, Houston, Huston, rather, his hands are damaged. I mean, you can see that he's... He's been into he's been in some fight of some sort. And he's got his hands all bandaged up, and Charlene is there. She's got a she's got a shotgun in her hands. So quite a surprise seeing her hold that because you've never actually expected to see her doing that before. She's very happy to see you guys. Where where are the others? Are they are they dead? Oh, Lexington and Duet. They're they're they said they'd be back in two or three days. They went off to do f photography. They took oxygen with them and food. We haven't seen them. <laughs> 
I don't know what they're doing. Um, Actually, I'm going to take a look at their wounds. I have to see if I can just kind of help them. I think that it's walk back. I think that it's likely that the reason why you're being attacked is because they want you off their mountain, and that's exactly what we intend to do: is get off. Oh, Moore, Moore is very happy to hear this. It's good, good. We've got to get out of here, but but I just, I can't move. I can't walk. And you see Huston here, his hands are, he can't, we've got to get, what, we just got to go. What happened, uh, Dr. Moore? Well, we were just, we were we were waiting. I mean, uh, uh, they went off to do their photography and we were waiting for your return and they just attacked us. They came, they came up, they, they attacked, they, they were, shooting not shooting like attack we shot at them it was just a, a total it was just combat battle we weren't used to it we weren't ready for it we fled we fled to this location because it was the best defensible location we could find is is there a way i can speak to more privately um he's on a pallet he can't be moved you could right you, could well, ask you know if, if the other people are busy i sort of lean down or kneel down next to him and mm -hmm. i i explained to him Everything that's happened, and why that we need everything. To get this. Yeah, Ding. pretty much. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not well, shocked by anything. I, I, <laughs> I explained to him. I explained to him why we need to get off the mountain. Okay. He, he, he says, "I understand. I understand. I'm not surprised by anything you're saying. After all, I've seen in these creatures, and I just." Can we all fit in the aircraft? I think that we've thrown out enough stuff that we can. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, we can't. We can't leave Acacia out there. Thing is, I mean, she, she said we really can't wait. It's. Uh, I don't know why she went out filming. She understands the uh. incredible danger that's going on right now, and why she would wander off. Very likely those things would have gotten her by now. They don't want us here. Mm. We can't risk any more people looking for no. oh. I mean, well, We could do a perimeter check really quick, but we got to go. Which direction did they go? Do you guys have any idea? I'm saying this in general to everybody. We did. They didn't even clear it with us. They just, they just left. They, they literally wandered off. Vaguely in that direction, he points off and, you know, east, I guess. doesn't really matter. Well, uh, it's unfortunate, but I don't see that we can wait. Okay, I'm just going to... And I, I'm saying this private, I'm saying it quietly and out of more, but I'm like, the creatures are protecting something. That, that there's an extreme danger of this thing breaking loose. And if it does, apparently it's the end of the world. And the creatures are just trying to the stop of trying to stop us from interfering with what they're doing. They're oh. repairing some sort of a machine that that's keeping this thing. I'm, I'm explaining that this is what Sugden has told us. He was kind of plugged into the machine. Hmm. That's well. We can discuss all of that later. I'd really. We just need to. It would be best if we could find her. 
I don't know. I mean, we it, it would the, the publicity alone would be terrible if we left her here. We have oxygen we, we last could, we, few we days. We could perhaps we could perhaps take the um because we make a circuit with the plane before we return, but we 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 can't do more than that. If we Even that would be better. Couldn't. Well, we away. we couldn't land. We could circle around. We could see that whether they're, whether they're alive or dead, but. Oh, we can waggle our wings and say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um. Well, you did hear. Well, you guys are talking. Nigel I'm going to actually band, bandage these guys up and, and try to try to help them get. The, try to help yeah, them I was I was going to come going, to you. So. Yeah, go well, ahead and make your rolls while we're talking. Yeah. What if we do yeah, this? So. Do we have enough fuel? That Nigel can get us off the mountain. We can leave some sort of message for Lexington and then maybe risk coming back up here one last time to grab her and go. But she has to be here. If she's not here, we don't land. You have a, you do have some additional fuel with you. This is this is what I was trying to, uh, Nigel was asking there, you have enough fuel right now with everybody on board to fly to Lake Camp, and there's a little bit extra. This is what he was describing. He did budget additional because he budgeted for bad weather or for that sort of thing. So you do actually have sufficient fuel to last like an extra couple of hours in flight. Well, we don't, we don't have enough to fly back to Lake Camp, then back up here again, and then back to Lake Camp a third time. No. No, you would have to go back, refuel, reload your oxygen tanks. Well, then we can. We'll, we'll wait as long as we can, but when we go, we have to go. Okay. okay. And it's just a casualty. It's it's just the way it is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch back. Things, to, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go to continue. Yeah. If those things come and attack us in mass, they could destroy the airplanes, and then we're all dead. Oh, Miles Miles ducks his head back in the tarpaulin and goes, that's what happened to the other aircraft. That blue box they've got, they flew down and they, they a, a light came out of the box. It melted the metal like cheese under a hot knife, just right through the engines of the other other aircraft. Totally destroyed it. Oh, for yeah, God's so sake. We go. can't, well, we can't sit here. No, we can't. Let's go. We have to <laughs> go. Okay, well, no, just not, a second. I'm putting everyone else at risk. Uh, before you proceed, I, th I should at least show you what the what the place looks like here, so you can understand. Um, this is this is important. Okay, that's the inside. Okay. Th this is that's the inside. There's the tarp. This is the interior where you are. Uh, they've got a little stove in there that actually makes the temperature inside quite quite livable. Believe it or not, uh, there are some. There's plenty of oxygen tanks and the remains of their ammunition. Uh, it, this is a part of the building is collapsed over here and there's a low corner and it, you can see this little curve It actually looks like there may have been a spiral staircase at one time that uh, rubble has crap collapsed down on top of it Okay. Um, the things Didn't seem killing us. This is this is what's confusing to more because they weren't trying to kill us They were getting close to us. I mean, I'm a man of science but I know that, you know, having seen combat firsthand, 
they weren't trying to destroy us. They were actually trying to, I'd say, almost like cattle corral us. Yeah. They want to get you to Does leave. that make sense to you? Actually, it mm. kind of does. And I, uh, mm. I, I, well, I, I sort of, how do I put this? And I, I, I'm going to tell more quietly, but um, I think that they use us as components in their machine. Mm. <laughs> That's, and it, I, I mean, I, I explained to him about Stark Weather. Well, you did tell him Stark Weather was dead before, right? As oh. I remember. Yeah. He already knows it. At the name, he, his face drops again like his friend, sometimes <laughs> sometimes partner, sometimes guy he just gets annoyed with. He, he, his face drops again. He's quite sad about this. It's, it's a horrible tragedy. But because of Lexington pulling his head out of the machine, the, the whole complex went bananas, and they ended up taking two more people and adding them into the machine. So I, it sounds incredibly gruesome, but if that machine is keeping back some horrible monster, some horrible force. Hmm. We well, I'll trust what you say because you've seen it firsthand. We, we don't understand what we're seeing, and it could be the, the creatures want us to go, or they want to use us in their machine. <laughs> Well, if they want us to go, why well, Miles has said he's gone up Well, then maybe they want to use us in their machines. Yeah, just as I said, Miles has gone up on the roof. He says, "Look, you guys decide whatever you want. I'm going up as watch, and uh, you have to decide. To, you have there is a sled that's available. You have to go outside and get it. Um, you do note that they do have in the corner what looks like jars of fuel." So they've created some kind of, there's a box with these four jars of fuel that have wicks in them, like a Molotov Bombs, cocktail, right. whatever. It, Bombs of sort. Uh, and they also have a, a flare pistol with a box of, of eight flares. So that, apart from that, they're very low on ammunition. Uh, they have food and oxygen, but that's about it. Well, we're, we're being covered right now. I think five minutes, we need to go. Okay, um, I'm going to flip back to the others for a moment uh, while you're deciding how you wish to how you wish to do that. Uh, those of you at the plane, could you all make a listen roll again? Oh, that's better. A one. Ah, okay, good. Thank goodness. Eleven for me. Okay. Excellent. I didn't make mine. Okay. I'm too busy well, looking through the scope of my rifle. Ah, and you, that's good. That's good because that actually assists. Uh, you see Miles go up on top. Well, somebody. You can't tell it's Miles from where you are, really. Goes on top of the remains of the tower above the archway. Has his rifle. Looking around. And uh, all of a sudden you hear, they're coming, they're coming. You can hear this across the cold windless air and you the others inside the building here as well and you see the mechanic level his rifle and fires three shots and uh, three of the creatures flying towards the tower and they're they're flying spread out 
And uh, when he shoots, they move around trying to, as best they can, avoid shots. And uh, one of them is carrying that boxy device again. And uh, they're heading right towards the, uh, the top of the building now. They're on their own, man. None of us have weapons that are going to reach that far. Oh, but we do. But we do. Only 1,200 feet. I was a sniper during the Great War. Shoot so the box. <laughs> that's why, that's yeah. exactly what I'm aiming for. Shoot the switch on the box. Exactly. I can I can knock one wing off the fly, but I cannot knock both of them off. <laughs> no, I am. I'm gonna how big is the box? A meter by a meter? Like a meter cubed or how how big or how small are we talking? Not quite that large. Um Close. Let's say it's three quarters that, two thirds okay. that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, here we go. <laughs> Rifle, shotgun. <laughs> I think you're all good. Yes. So let's see. The damage is 2d6 plus four. Eight, twelve, damage. Twelve. All right. I am going to actually reduce that because the box is not being carried on his back. Of course, it's being carried in front of him, so you don't have the full view of the box. But mm -hmm. I will give you the hit. I reduced it mildly. Mm -hmm. uh, you see the, the creature swerve and turn. Obviously, mm -hmm. it knew what happened. Uh, the box... You don't know what's happening with the box. Obviously, yeah. it's uh, you see a swerve. They continue on towards the uh, the tower, though. And uh, now at this round, they are landing on the tower. People in the building, you are hearing yelling from above and shots fire from above and from the distant, from the general direction of outside in front of the opening. Folks, we need to go now. Somebody help Let's me go with now. More. Yes. Let's get yeah, on. Sure, I'll give you a hand with more. Let's drag him back. Right. Yeah, go on. He's on a stretcher. All right. I'll yeah. take one into the stretcher. Okay. Let's go. I'll push right. with the oh, look, I'll, with hand. I'll, I'll, I'll try as best I can to cover you with my with my pistol. I'll have to wait until they get quite close, though. Well, let's just run. Hopefully, they'll just let us go. <sighs> okay. From above, outside, you hear Miles. Is it Miles? Yes, it's Miles. You hear Miles. There's, there's another shot fired, and then another shot, and a kind of thumping sound above you on the roof, and you hear Miles yelling. Ah! And by yelling, you mean screaming? <laughs> yes, I just didn't want to do that over the microphone. Um, those of you at the aircraft, you actually see the, the creatures land uh, en masse. Oh, no. And then you see Miles being picked up and carried off. And as he is carried off, so Miles is carried off in uh, right. by his feet. Uh, another elder thing pops up out of the uh, the other direction. Now, just I'll give you some descriptions here. The elder thing that took off with Miles, he was smaller, 
it kind of dark modeling color. It's like almost like spotted because you've one thing you've noticed with the elder things is they don't all look the same. They actually do have different colorations and stripes and things like that. But uh, this one was a relatively small one. Uh, he's taken off with Miles. Uh, I now you have a new one that has pulled popped up out into view, silvery gray. And he's got a band, like a sort of a not quite like a diagonal band. It's silvery gray with a band on his torso. There's one, the one that the other two that remain. This is easier to understand. The other one is very pale, tentacles, tendrils on his head, and the third one that's now still there is very large. But when you look through binoculars, you see it's been damaged and scarred. So you've got the silvery gray one with the stripe, the pale one, and the very large one that's larger than the others, but seems to be quite quite heavily damaged. Can we tell which one has the box? So the box was being carried by the small one. And now it has been, you can't see now, you see them all on the, they're, they're all landing on the roof area, uh, but the box is no longer being carried by the smaller one. Okay. Would I have a shot at Miles? Very long distance. It's it's like they're, they're moving away. They move about 50 yards around, something like that. Okay. Because I was thinking I just, just to kind of put him out of his misery. I don't know what the heck they're carrying him toward, but it was just a thought. I mean, my range is good, but I don't think it's not that good. Yeah, he's and plus he's, they're flying into buildings and such. Like you're, they're no longer in the open space. Okay. Now, do we okay. see anybody coming out of the uh, building yet? <clears throat> I would say now is the time for the people in the building to decide what they're doing exactly. Well, we've got more. We're so, running for yes. the airplane. Yeah. yeah. Run. Uh, All right. Well, you can't. Uh, you have to remember that you, you, Charlene is is able to assist. Uh, Huston is uh, the one who's got the damaged hands and then sure, I help more hands. more more they're, they're on very badly yeah more is on a stretch okay, well, it's like a sled mm -hmm. more is on yeah and and i've got one end of it and somebody has the other end yeah i've got it and we're heading and the guy with his hands he can move he can walk he yeah. can move he, he can, can run can yeah. treat his hands all right if I see any motion from the building, I'm going to, you know, again, start looking up to see if they, if the elder things leave the roof area. And if they do, I'm going to draw a bead on them. Okay. Well, as you, they don't seem to be moving off the roof. They seem to be staying there. Well, they are staying there as you're running. And it takes, takes mm -hmm. a minute or two to get, you know, Professor Lash, a minute, it takes a, a, few, a little bit of time to lash him. Uh, are you grabbing anything else from inside the structure? Charlene has her shotgun and has a satchel. Grab some oxygen. What about Not those us. Molotovs? Well, I, 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 I'd rather just concentrate on getting, getting out of here. Yeah. Right. Let's not stick around for any longer than we have to. I mean, every every second counts. Well, Huston yells at Charlene, grab that box there. So she says, I can't carry it on my own. So she slings the, the shotgun on her back. and I'll help her carry it. 
There's room on the sledge. There's room on the sledge. What's what's in the box? I've got a spare arm. Flare gun and uh, the four Molotov bombs. Right. Sorry, I'm playing with my dice. I'll stop. <laughs> We're running. I want to watch them get an estimation of their pace because I know they don't have the highest pace, but get an idea of what you know time frame we're looking at them making it back into the area that we're in. I want to have the planes up and running and ready to take off the minute they walk into camp. We're yep. going to throw them in the plane and go. Which is yep. five minutes. Yeah, literally, it, you can't run full out in this, even with, with your oxygen right. and everything, you can't run. So it's going to take a period of time. So after two minutes of you heading at your fastest speed towards the aircraft, and you, you're starting, you're, you still have a startup procedure. You can't just start the aircraft. You have to, like, you know, it's been shut down briefly. You have to start it up again, check the fuel line, pump the fuel line, check for air. There's, there's startup procedures. Um, you're working away at it. Uh, you hear a rumbling noise, and you see this mist rising from the tower. This column of mist rising and rising, rising, and then this rumbling sound is coming from the tower. And you turn, and you can hear it. And then you hear the screeching, "Takelali, takelali," coming from the direction of the tower. From the top of it? No, not necessarily. Run faster. <laughs> you can't run. Believe me, we're running as fast as we can. <laughs> I'm sure those things are going to rain down. You'd be quite surprised at what kind of incentive that would give you to run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, as you're running, and <laughs> those of you that are trying to get to the aircraft, you hear the noise and you you continue on, and even with the Benny Hill music, uh, going on. <laughs> and uh, the rest of you see the front door and the flap just burst open, and doorway crashes. This shogoth. Those of you who've seen it before, and it's not the largest. It's not the. It's not monstrous, huge, but it's still. And it's uh, it's many mouths. Its body seems to be covered in mouths with ten like tendrils and pseudopods, and it's in the direction of those that are running away, like toward towards the aircraft. It's heading towards the aircraft, and the the elder things I are rising he- up in the air. I thought these uh, things had an aversion to cold. Apparently not. All right. Maybe just, the little, maybe just the little ones do. Do you mean you almost got me killed back then? Start the plane. I'm, I'm going to... Start yeah. the plane. Ooh, well, is it, is um, those of you who are not running... My guess I'm is not, that thing is moving pretty damn fast. I'm chambering around. Um... Now, Captain Sugden and Lindenbrook and Hawk, you guys are rushing with Moore and Charlene and Austin. Uh, Elmer, could you and Gregory make a 
I don't know what the most appropriate thing would be. It would be like a spot hidden. Let's just try and go with spot hidden. It's more of an idea, but let's try spot hidden. One can I go, can I go with idea? You go with idea, yes. Cool. Because I have a low spot hidden. 22. And at 28. Okay. Are both passes? Yes. Mine's almost right, well, you're, well, you're both you're beside each other, and, and, and you've already seen them. I mean, Gregory, you were obviously psychologically damaged from seeing them in the past. So you, you more so, you say, it's not moving as fast as I recommend, recommend, recommend them moving. But there's something driving it. That's that's what the the idea role is. You notice there's something. It's whereas the other one underground didn't like the cold. It's moving through the cold. But Elmer, you're noticing that it's not moving really fast. But it's still moving at a, a good clip. Just to clarify, you mean driving it like, like literally? There's something behind it, or mentally pushing no, it? No, okay. mentally. It's like it's heading. It's it's focused it on has going a towards you. It's it, and it's it's ignoring the cold to mm -hmm. make, to achieve that purpose. Yeah, gotcha. All right. I'll start with another, another round fire around at it. Save your rounds for go the shot. That's not going to do anything, is it? It's just no. a glob of goo. Not unlike a gelatinous cube. Yeah. <laughs> a what? <laughs> Except they don't have arms and legs and eyes and mouths. All right. And they're full of treasure. <laughs> you know They weren't they weren't invented until eighty two, I think. Now this would be a good time to discuss uh taking one for the team. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and sacrifice <laughs> yourself and hold it back. Stand there like, Fly the plane into it. I think it would it would mow over you as if you were nothing. So it's just... Well, the, the elder things are also flying towards you as well. I, I just so you okay. know, like don't just focus on. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's just keep running. I can't, we I can can't shoot until they hit 110 yards unless I do a penalty die. So I'm, I'm going to hold my shots. So how far away are we from the plane now? Over halfway. You got a couple hundred yards. A couple okay. of football fields. All right, just keep running. All right, hey, I'll communicate with uh, Gregory. Who are you going to shoot at? So I don't, we don't shoot at the same thing. Uh, or should we? Should we concentrate fire uh, across the streams? Yeah, uh, I'll take the 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 one that looks scarred, the one right. that looks injured, the battle war. Yeah. Can we tell? I know it's only been a couple of seconds, but can we tell? Are the since the other things are flying, I assume they're making better mm -hmm. speed than the Shagoth is. It had a head start. Uh, they didn't. They didn't start moving until it was on its way, but uh, they're almost at the same distance as it what it is now. So they're about half. They are all of them are approximately half the distance between you and the tower, and you are halfway between the tower and the aircraft right now. Mm-hmm. At the speed they're going, do we think they're going to overtake the group? The elder things, yeah, uh, yes, they would. Okay, okay. Well, that's who we need to focus on then. Yeah. Okay. 
right. when they get within a better range, let's just let them have it, I guess. At least we can slow them down or distract them so our people can get to the plane. All right, I would say you're, if, if no one's doing anything, then uh, the, you, now you are approximately 100 yards away. All right. The elder things are almost upon the, the team that's running, that's kind of running, and the Shoggoth is still slightly behind because it, it isn't moving as fast. All right, I'll take my shot. Okay. No. Elmer? I'll, I'll shoot towards the pale one then. All right. That's probably going to hit with a 19. Dang. Yeah. All right. Roll for damage. 2d6. Four, five, plus four is nine. Nine, nine damage? Yeah. Okay. Let me take care of that here. Okay. Uh, all right. So now they are, the elder things are above the running people. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see who they are. Do they have the blue box with them? You do see the blue box, yes, in the larger one. Sorry, not the larger one. The one with the stripe, the slightly diagonal stripe, the silverish one. It is carrying the box. I wonder if I should shoot for the box next time. Well, if we're close enough to where if we yell, the others can hear us. I say... Aim for their heads. They're controlling the shock off. All right. I'll wait till my turn. Okay. All right. They are swooping down. One of them is. Mm -hmm. Two of them are, sorry. Uh, they're going after the group. Uh, they're focused on the person with the non-functioning hands, Huston. Can we, uh, like, suddenly stop so that they just fly right past us? This is not a roadway. <laughs> well, if they're, if, they're, if they're swooping towards us, I'm, I mean, I've, I'm, as I said, I'm well, covering are this with my pistol. Well, oh, right. Well, surely we're looking behind, like, every yeah. two or three seconds because there are some bloody monsters. Can Charlene shoot yes. following us? <laughs> She is yes. That is that is what is happening. Is Charlene is actually going to shoot Huston, having the messed up hands. He's not able to run so well. He's like one. He's sort of holding them like this, and that's why he's hanging back from the group. So he is their target. But Charlene is going to attempt to shoot. She's not the best because she is not. I mean, she shot clay pigeons before, and she has uh, recreational shooting, but. Uh, Shoot the stressful. In the head. And she she does not hit. She has a shotgun. She does not hit. Oh God. Girls. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Please direct all your hate email to Tom Rayley. That's Tom Rayley. <laughs> uh, all right, they are rolling to hit. Uh, but I'm going to give him a dodge. Oh. 
All right. He was able to dodge. He dropped to the ground and rolled in the snow, but he is down. They were unable to grab him from the air, and the two are actually turning back towards him, and one is still progressing. Do you think they went for the guy with the uh, the damaged hands because he's running along like that, and they thought he looked the most like a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I would say you're correct. And they, they recognized that thing. Yes, they remember that. They taste so good. <clears throat> now, now, when they're turning, are they now ahead of us? The they're turn? now behind you because they have, yeah. they're chasing him down and... Well, they they sort of swept over you and turned like on a dime to go back after him because he's down on the ground. He has dropped, and you're still proceeding towards the aircraft. Well, if, well, if Charlene's cracked off a shot and they've swept over us, then we're we're very much aware of them, aren't we? Yes. Can't we like turn around and? I'm going to shoot at them. Yeah. Now they're things. not focused on us. Let's shoot right at them. We know right where they're. Yeah, they're let's not. stop running well, towards well, the plane in safety and shoot them. Well, I'm well, still moving. I mean, I, I don't mind taking a penalty dice. They're uh, not coming at us uh, now. I'm, you know, I'm still moving, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire a, a shot at them while I'm doing it. Yeah. Well, creature number three is headed off. The one with the stripe is still heading towards the aircraft, but the other ones oh. have sweat turned around. So yes. And the one with the stripe has the blue box, correct? Yes. Oh boy. Okay, I'm taking a shot at the <clears> box <throat> when it's my turn. Yeah, Did somebody so, pack, pack who, the uh, howitzer? We've got a tank. <laughs> um, I'm, you were saying something, Sean. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm just saying the Lindenbrook, Hawk, and uh, Sugden have the opportunity now to do as they wish. Well, we, we're, we're in charge of getting more to the airplane. Yeah. I hope the others do okay. something. Um, can we? Uh, can I yell at Charlene? Hawk. Throw one of the bombs at them, the the Molotovs. If they're, they're in the close. sled with uh, Moore. Oh. And you're pulling the sled, but Moore is actually fiddling with them. He's uh, he he's reached forward and he has the flare gun, and he's okay. fiddling to load it. So he he's he says, "Turn me yeah. around." There's got to be a moment when we're like really close to these things as they're wheeling around above us. Shoot one. Right in the... Well, yes, we could do If we turn him around and, and, and drag him instead of pushing him, then he can... Yep. Well, I thought we were dragging right him. Oh, we are we'll, dragging him. Are we dragging him? We'll yeah, we're dragging gumption. Well, um, in that case, we'll turn him uh, right round, baby, right round. Like a record. Baby. Oh. Baby. Baby. <laughs> All right, we're getting we're getting far too silly. This is a dramatic moment. <laughs> yes. Hey, stop. Okay. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> so, so he started it. Yeah, Sean. Charlie right. has loaded another round. Um, the elder things are going after Huston, who's rolling around in the snow, trying to his best to stay away from them. So he's dodging, mm -hmm. dodging, dodging. I. Mm -hmm. uh, P Professor Moore has he's going to let loose with a doo -doo. my dice are all wrong. I'm using the wrong dice. This could end very badly. Oh! He misses the Elder Things. However, the Shoggoth is rising up behind. He hits the Shoggoth square on. 
and it not only hits the Shoggoth and does damage, which I will roll in a second, uh, it also... Um, <laughs> the Shoggoth, you actually see it experience what looks like Dispit, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Looks like what? Displeasure. It's unhappy. Oh. that it, It's not like it, it got hit and it didn't notice this or it ignored it. It was hit and it goes, makes some kind of a noise. And you see where the flare hit. It actually does damage. I won't even make you roll at this. The area that it did damage is smoldering. It's not sealing back up. Hmm. Uh, perhaps this is because it's in the uh, maybe it's in the cold and that lowers its resistance and its ability to heal itself right well at the moment I'm most concerned with the one that's got the big blue box heading for our airplane mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I'm going to let Charlene have another shot off since she's right there that's a hit Yay, girls! <laughs> and, oh, what were you saying a minute ago? Well done, comrade sister. <laughs> I was saying, she Charlene, it. you're not doing your justice to, to girls. Girl power, girl power. Women. She hits the pale women. one, and it veers. <clears throat> she hits it right in the head. Doesn't it? Isn't dead. But it hits it, and it veers off. It's, it's almost like an aircraft that gets hit in the side, and the aircraft veers off. And it, it ceases its attempt to go after uh, Huston, and it veers. It's, it actually connects with the snow before it actually gets its ability back up in the air again, or to, to actually get back up in the air. So she's done a fair bit of damage to it by hitting it in the head. They're not very strong flyers. Yeah, so. And we can hurt the fuckers. Oh, yeah. It's almost sure. like the longer they're out here in the cold, the worse it is. They're, yeah. they're used to a tropical environment. Mm -hmm. Maybe now would be a good idea to take take off with the planes. Well, we're not there yet. Why don't you wait Leave for everybody us? there? Because I can I can come back and get you, but if the planes melted in half, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do much. Yeah, if you if you leave, we're going to be fried by this these things. Um. Well, Elmer and, and Gregory, just see Stripe is within range for both of you now. Me too? Ah, yeah, I'm assuming what, uh, you're getting out of the aircraft at this, yeah? Well, you were just doing checks, so you're, you're outside as well. I don't know what my weapon does, though. What do you have? Remind me. That fully automatic German rifle or submachine gun. Hmm. Now you bring out the submachine gun. All right. Yeah, he's just kind of <laughs> shoot everybody. Oh, you're going to make me pull out the damn book. I bet Jeff knows off the top right, of the head. I, I, I can tell you off the top of the head. It's 30 D10. <laughs> oh, that's got to do it then. <laughs> Automatic exactly. hit. Automatic hit. Yeah, it hits all of us. And he's got a 95 in it, so in firearms. I'm firing above your head, man. These things are flying. <laughs> All right. Is it, is it a Schmeiser? It's not Schmeiser, goddammit. It's Schmeiser. <laughs> I assume it's a grease gun. All right. Well, Jeff, Jeff do, you, do you know off the top of your head, Jeff, or have you used automatic weapon fire? Not in game. Before. <laughs> My advice would be to use the green rolls. 
not in game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! What do we not know? About only, only in my private life. <laughs> oh. Does, doesn't he look like a hunter? <laughs> well, you, you don't, don't use a submachine gun. Wait, here's. Here we go. Well, I fired fully automatic plenty of times. To be honest with you, I think the Delta Green rolls are much easier if you want to use that. You say machine gun? What is yes. it? Yes. What kind of machine gun? German. Oh, here we go. Heavy. I've got it. I just didn't prepare for this because I forgot you had one. <laughs> Why did I let you have that? Why did I let you have that? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Okay, anyway, you so you do notice that Professor Moore has one of those bombs in his hands, and he is messing with it. He is preparing. Oh, here we go. Uh, base chance. Uh, I know the damage now. So are you going to do a, a burst, or are you going to go fully automatic? Just a burst. <coughs> All right. Well, do you have submachine gun as a skill? Probably not. Eh? Um, <laughs> don't actually have, have a fire. Yes, I've got firearms. Well, skill. what's your firearm skill? 45. But what's your specialty, though? Is it shotgun or something, or do you have a specialty? No. There's Doesn't... firearms handgun, and then there's firearms rifle or shotgun. Yeah, they're both, they're both 45, so... He's going he's gonna to point it and shoot, and... The first shot will be the best. Well, the first shot will be okay, but from that point yeah. on, his accuracy right. goes way off the chart. Right, there's recoil. The kickback. You're within range, though. I'll give you that much. So go ahead, do your do your roll. If you roll ninety nine. We're all good. would be a thing. Okay, well, I made it. Thing. I made a. I made half. Okay, well that's one die ten, so roll your second, but your difficulty increases. Okay, I'll just tell you what I rolled, and you tell me if I hit. Yep, eighteen. So that's another half. That's a hit as well. Yes. A third one. Mm-hmm. That's it, though. Oh, forty-one out of forty-five. So I doubt I would have hit that. Going that's a miss. Out. All right. Do you want to roll your own damage? <clears throat> sure. What, 2d10 or? 2d10. 2d10. Yep. Fine. Math. Nine. Fifteen total. Okay. That could have been You better, don't but... kill it, but you do some damage to it. Yep. Definitely do significant damage to it. Bam, bam, and it, it, it veers off from its attack on the aircraft. Was this the one so, holding the but blue box, it, or is this the other one? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it's the one with the blue box. Good. You look like Kilroy right now, by the way. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, Gregory and uh, Elmer, you have an opportunity to shoot at it as well at the same time. Sure. It's a regular for me. Plus four, eight points for me. 
Is there only one still in pursuit? Because didn't two of them back off, so now there's just one? Uh, there's one at the aircraft and the two that are going after Huston. Okay, I'm going to shoot the one that's coming toward the aircraft. The one closest to yeah, us. Yeah, it's closest to you. Yeah. Wait a mm -hmm. second. There were three originally heading for the right. roof, right? And, one were, and then one left. One left. And then so a fourth arrived. No, no, oh, there's a third one. Another one arrived. arrived. Okay, another one arrived. That's right. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Well, the, the leader, one... if you really want to know. Okay. This is the one that's kind of battle scarred. Commandant right. Clinkley, Tikalili. Yeah. I'll take. Uh, I'll take a shot. No. Wide to the right. Okay, and it it's it also has gone wide to the left. Well, hmm. not also, but it's gone wide to the left. That's probably why. All right. Um, so you, uh, Professor Moore, he's actually, he's got a lighter out and he is lit. Oh, boy. One of these bombs. And he says, watch out for that damn monstrous thing. And he throws it towards the Shoggoth. And it, it doesn't hit it directly, but it's, it's, it, the, the glass hits the ground and sprays flaming liquid against the Shoggoth. And it takes... Oops, I rolled the wrong die. It does take damage, and uh, it is it is injured, but it is still proceeding towards uh, the group. But slower than it was. That's one thing you will note. Now Charlene is going to attack, and she's going to shoot at one of the uh, elder things. That is a hit, and she has damaged this other elder thing as well with her shot. If, if one of them is in range, I, I would, I would, uh, I would like to crack a shot off with my pistol. My pistol has a range of fifteen yards. Feel free. Have Have we gotten to the airplane yet? More and you stopped. Oh, well, you, this is this is you actually stopped and he turned around and you haven't continued on yet. Um, Huston is on the ground rolling around trying to avoid the Shoggoth or the elder things. Well, have we given him the opportunity to at least get back to us, Huston? Uh, he's still rolling around. Um, he hasn't been able to get up yet because he doesn't have any functioning hands. Fifty-three out of sixty, so it's just an ordinary regular hit. All right. Should somebody run over and grab Huston? 1d10 plus 2. So it does a total of 4 damage. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you, uh, you, you hit square on the creature, and uh, it didn't seem to do any damage, from the best of your knowledge. It didn't seem to pierce the skin. Oh, God. Huston, quit screwing around. He says, help oh, me, help we'll, me. But now one of the... We'll never hold them off. Come on. He's, he, is, he is. He's now up, and he's trying to run, but the creatures have come back together, and they're actually flying away from you guys now towards where the other, where the other elder thing is. So the three are trying to reconvene off to, well, as you're proceeding to the aircraft, to sort of your right. If the aircraft was north, it's, they're going northwest, north east rather. Uh, the Shoggoth, however, is now almost upon Huston. He's standing up and starting to run. 
Run, you lobster-handed bastard. Run. <laughs> he is he is trying to run yes so uh, and um yeah so back to the aircraft are you guys doing anything about the you know the, the elder things have flown away they're they're barely they're about less than 100 yards away right now but they are not uh they're flying away from you right now can i get a shot at the blue box um I would say it's very difficult because the things are flying directly away from you. You mm -hmm. can get a shot, but uh, there'll be a penalty. No, nah, I'm not going to waste a bullet. If they're as long as they're heading away from us, I just want to get. I just want to get everybody into the plane. Can I see the wound on the shotgun? Yes. There's still wound, and there. Absolutely. What are you shooting with, by the way? Uh, hunting rifle, 30-06? Yeah. Do you want me to do a penalty because of a small target? or? Uh, yeah. Well, the, I mean, are you aiming at the place where the flare gun hit it or the side where the flames actually contacted with it on the, its, its left-hand side? In my mind, I was figuring the flare would have mm -hmm. been, like, on the front, so that's what I would be able to see. All right. Okay. Yep. And I think yes. we're, we're dragging uh, more back towards the airplane now. Are you uh, still dragging him backwards? <laughs> doesn't matter because I missed yes. anyway. Yes. Okay. You missed anyway. Okay. All right. Because, uh, yeah, uh, on the other hand, oh, never mind. I won't even tell yeah. you. Well, the elder things are flying away. So I'm going to I'm gonna step out of the circle and try to help them get more in, get them on the plane okay. and all that. And now the Shoggoth has actually reached Huston. The Shoggoth has wrapped a tendril around Huston's waist and lifted him up off the ground. Oh, you got the flare gun. Shoot the damn thing. It doesn't like the fire. Charlene has the shotgun, so she is going to take a shot at it. She does hit it, and glancing blow. She's kind of slipping in the ice a bit, but she does hit it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Moore is now firing the flare gun because he's picked it up again. He does hit it. And he also does some damage to it, though does, nothing's... Does it, it doesn't does it seem happy, Huston? but... It does drop Huston? Because the flare's not just going to go out. It's going to embed itself in the mm -hmm. thing. It's doing some some uh, some damage for a couple of rounds here. But he hasn't dropped Huston. No. Goodbye, Huston. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's like the size of a house, right? No, this one is not a not a, as large as those as the other ones you've seen before. This is again a uh oh anticipation. We it's about as time. large. Oh, it's about as large as the larger of the two you sound saw underground. Okay, so that's how big. <laughs> oh, um, car size, bus size, a little. About in between a bus and a, and a van. Okay. Just... 
Um, I'm, I'm hustling more in, into the airplane. Okay, so more here, stuffing more in the airplane. He's saying, throw the bombs, throw the bombs. Uh, Charlene is, is, is hanging back. She's, she's getting into this combat thing, and she's fired up and angry. So she's ready to shoot at it again. The thing is, is if we throw the bombs and they're liquid, they're going to splash all over Huston as well. Quite so. We'll try to... How close is the thing to the airplane? At this well, point? how how much damage did the flare gun do to it? He <clears throat> hit with a flare gun. Uh, I get, he did hit it. Again, it wasn't a right on. It was more of a glancing blow, but it did do damage. It, there's some smoking. And it's It's gone out after a round. It did another... Did another few points of damage but, while I mean, it's it, it small. Did it force this creature to drop Huston? No, we already asked. Oh, that. This, this is a fairly oh, large-sized thing. So, um, how close is it now to the airplane? It's probably close. Both. Uh, you you cut out. How close? Thirty yards. Oof, six, that's ninety feet. Is everybody back to the plane now? Except You're all back to the plane, yes. What's it doing to Huston? Just holding on oh, to him. It's just holding on to him. Who's got the flare gun? Uh, Moore at present. Moore and I'm... the injured one. Okay, mm -hmm. this is kind of nuts. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab but more we, we're bundling him up into the airplane, so um, I'm going to grab one of the firebombs, and I am going to run towards the Shoggoth. And as soon as I am quite close, I'm going to launch it right to the... I'm aiming for the base of the tentacle that's holding Huston. And then I'm going to immediately turn around and run. Okay. I'll assume you light it first. So, <laughs> Right, right. Just, just at the last moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, what you? What do you roll? Throw. You throw. Throw. Oh no! Do I get a bonus dice? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a large thing. It's hard to miss. Unless you fail miserably, you're going to hit it. Which? Which one do you roll? You you roll the ten, right? That's right. Oh, I got twenty five. But I've only got 20 in throw. How could I nope. miss the damn thing? It's a freaking bus. <laughs> do you want to use luck? <laughs> yeah, I do. I want to use five points of luck. All right. Direct hit. I'll roll. And if it lets Huston go, I'm going to grab Huston and drag him to the airplane <laughs> by the hands. It, has, it is a significant hit. Square on. Uh, the flames spread. The tentacles whipping Huston around. It's 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 because you've actually have succeeded in burning the general area. And the tentacle he drops it him because the tentacle zips back into the body because it's not it's a pseudopod. Right. It's not really. Right. Uh, and more arms pop out in other locations, of course, all the time, and mouths appear. But it's moving slowly. This is the thing you're noticing. It is not doing well in this bitter, bitter cold. Okay. Can I grab Huston and try to drag him? Yeah. I'm going to wait yep. for him to get up. 
but you're going to have to roll a dodge. All right. Come on, dodge. This is where I die. No, 74. Oh, I still have to roll the Okay. Hold on. It swings. Um, it actually doesn't get you, but it does four points of damage to you. Knocks you flying. Oh. It tried to grab you, but it was unable to, and you just went boom across the ice. Sorry, Huston, I tried. Am I at least knocked in the direction of the airplane? <laughs> no. It, it tried to grab you, and it knocked you away from the airplane out. Oh, crap. <laughs> to the left. It's left. Um, you're right. Uh, Nigel, could you roll a spot hidden, please? Yep. Okay, you notice that the elder things are actually, you, you look out of the corner of your eye, you see out of the corner of your eye movement to the left, they're actually moving from the opposite direction that the Shoggoth is coming in, the elder things are coming back towards the aircraft. Oh, great. We got incoming. Will you get in there and get the plane ready? Can we get the hell out of here? Plane, yeah, we can outfly them. We can outfly them. So get in the plane and crank her up. Is Huston running towards the plane, please? Huston <laughs> is running towards the plane. Yes. Uh, the Shoggoth also is moving towards the plane, though. I'm going to take a shot at the Shoggoth. I haven't fired a gun at anything in a few rounds. Okay. And I'll, I'll aim for the largest wound. I believe it was the, one, the flare gun wound. Mm -hmm. Just so I had yes. something to draw a bead on. This is a fairly high high caliber rifle, right? Yeah, it's a M1903 Springfield sniper rifle. Okay. And I, I rolled a O2. Oh, that's a that's a hit. All right. 2d6 plus Ooh, 4. Wow. Is that a, uh, Yeah, that's a crit. So max damage yeah. plus the dice roll. I'm sorry? Maximum damage plus your dice roll. Oh, nice. So the damage is 2d6 plus 4, so the it's max, so that's 12 plus 16 plus yep. a dice roll? Plus a dice roll. That's kind of assuming, though, that the bullet does any damage to a Shoggoth at all. Mm -hmm. So it's a total of 26. Wow. Wow. All right, Shoggoth, as you watch, it, it the bullet pierces its skin and tears it a huge like uh, earthquake like ripples through its body and it sort of slithers off to the side and and breaks in the frigid cold pieces of it start breaking off as it hits the as it as it hits mm. the ground so it is non-functioning keep running let's do this get in the place shot Okay, I'm probably the last to arrive now. Well, any, any, I'm going to just stand by the door, and as, as people come in, once I'm in, I'm just going to start hoisting people yep, in, yep. trying to get them in as quickly as possible. A couple of last shots off, off of those elder things. Yes. Just get in. Don't, just get in. Come on, man. Well, Dr. Lindenbrook is, is the last one who will make it into the aircraft. Uh, you do actually have the opportunity to shoot before they get to you, though. All right, I'll take another shot. Which one are you firing at? 
Uh, I'll take the uh, which which one is which one of the elder things is closest to us? Like the wound, the leader, or the leader, the leader. Yes. Okay. Uh, thirty-three out of thirty-five. So That's a hit. It's a hit. Uh, dang, I keep putting my dice away. Two d six plus ten, or two two d six plus four. Sorry. Five, nine. That is a direct hit on its body, and the leader drops out of the sky. As it does, the other two start to peel off away from the attack that's make they're making on you. All right. Let's do this. Nigel, crank it up. Let's do this. We got everybody in, Captain? Pedal to the metal. You do. Aircraft starts. Even though it's cold, it still starts. And uh, you are able to get up into the air. And you, uh, you, anybody who wishes to look behind or look to the side, well, you can't look behind, but look to the sides, you do see the elder things fly off into the safety of the buildings in some some area of the, of the structures around you. Uh, but you do get to take off. Um, as you take off, you're taking off in the opposite direction from which you came, of course. And you're looping around, and uh, you are clear of the, the plaza. Okay. Now. Um, and as we look back, we see Alexa coming out of a building going... Well, this is the funny thing. This is the funny thing. As you are taking off, could everyone make a spot hidden, please? Oh, great. I'm not. I'm not going to even roll. Ooh, I'm too busy. Too. too busy flying. Twenty-two uh, for me. Uh, What'd you go Seventy-four. No. I made mine. No, ninety-two. Dose. All right. Anybody who makes a spot hidden, you, oh, two. Yeah. You look. You actually get a full view down one of the laneways as you're passing right straight down the laneway at the far end. You see two human figures walking towards the plaza. Oh well. Day late and a dollar short. Can we lower a rope? <laughs> Have we got a sky hook? Can we or will we? Sure we Play the can, Indiana but will music. we? No. Well, wobble your wings as we go over. Sorry. <laughs> is, there, is there any way you can make the wings sort of shrug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Corsair. That's what a Corsair aircraft is always doing, shrugging. <laughs> Sorry, I bombed you. <laughs> Somebody could drop them a gun <laughs> from a moving airplane. <laughs> Bunk. Well, either way, so that they can. Um. So we're heading back. Heck yeah! Is there a Wait, guilt yeah. roll that any of you could make? <laughs> no, it's <called> sanity. <laughs> sanity. Yes, I was sanity. going to say. Yeah, uh, I think it is. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think sanity roll might. Uh... I I tell you why I don't I I don't think that there would be one. We were putting in a we were putting a situation where we were going to die if we stayed. It's but stress is sanity. I would say really anyone who saw stress. Her has to make the sanity roll. No, I'll I'll make I'll make a roll. Well, and the fact that we were just fighting a gigantic shoggoth and a. Well, it's, it's you know, it's it's fellow. Oh, that's coming up. You're kind of leaving them to their fate. 
I'll make a sanity. I, I can't mm -hmm. believe that I passed. Okay. I don't have that much sanity left. Me either. <laughs> I'm gonna oh take my some gosh, I made mine too, and I don't really don't have a lot, but yeah, I guess I'm shrugging I, it off. Well, I will I'm, say you don't you not only shrug it off, you don't mention it to other people in the aircraft. So Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 the, what you both sort of look like, at each other. And I, yeah, go, we'll exchange a glance and then you know get back to what we were doing. What are you gonna do? And yeah, <laughs> and the aircraft continues on. But um, uh, as you're heading back, the, the weather is fine. There's no major issue. Uh, you get to the pass and everything starts to calm. You start to calm yourselves down. Your adrenaline drops off. But now everybody still has to make a sanity roll based on the combat you just had. One or multiples? One. One sanity roll. Uh, nope. Didn't pass. Oh, shit. Fail. I didn't make mine. I did pass. I, um... Well, look at the bright What's side. The you, may not be needing, you may not be needing one for Acacia. We might be going back to get her because I just rolled a hundred on my sanity roll. Oh my god! <laughs> well, everybody that failed except Nigel take a die four. You can roll it yourself just mm. for convenience' sake. Is there, is um, there anything for a pass? No, <laughs> no, not in this game. <laughs> no, I mean, do you take do you take a loss for a pass? I mean, oh, oh no! I thought you meant like a benefit to passing. You feel great. No. You're great. <laughs> No, I'd say no because you've 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 encountered them before. You've had combat with them before. It's not a, not a situation where you're going to fail. Um, so Nigel has to take the anything. maximum. Yeah. Hmm. What is maximum? Figures the pilot would have it. As a pilot, aren't you sort of compelled to uh, not only bring people back? You're your former mm -hmm. combat pilot, right, Nigel? Yeah. Your character? Here we go. See, you never leave a man behind. That's just your way of thinking. Uh, okay. so I like, didn't see. I didn't see Acacia though. I was. You didn't. Flying. You didn't, which is good. You did, and now that you're flying, you're thinking, Ah, what have I done? What have I done? I saved everybody except that wonderful woman. No, she's not the wonderful woman. No, you I was going to shoot her, her anyway. Yeah. I'd say take a six, and. Uh, it's just guilt. It's really guilt. At least he doesn't fall in love with somebody on the airplane. That's true. Red mist. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the airplane would just go. That would be the end of the story. Uh, all right. Well, you are leaving her to her fate. Mm -hmm. This may come back to haunt you. Who knows? A bout of insanity. Psycho oh my god. Psycho psychosomatic disability. Oh no. Oh. No. Which one? Roll. Do you want to roll for this, Sean? No, you roll for it. You no, roll. Don't, you roll. Don't make me roll. One D ten. No, one D six. Oh, one D six. Not one. Oh god, not one. Four. Four what is four? A leg. My leg is mal malfunctioning. You got the Jimmy leg. Oh, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Your leg is twitching and it's making you crazy. All my right. Leg. That's it? <laughs> it's not. That this is, this, been, okay. That could have been really, really, really that bad. 
fly into the mountains crazy bad. All right, well, your leg is malfunctioning. I don't. It's not like there's a. I, well, I guess there are controls. Isn't that what you use? Rudders? The rudders? Yeah. I was just feet? thinking, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, rudder controls with your feet. They don't use their feet to fly a plane. Yes, they do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, they do. Yeah. Do they? That's where rudder the rudders control. are. Your left front, and right. back, left, and right, and your rudder controls. Oh, that's going to make flying difficult. You're going to have to make a few pilot rolls on this. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. You can yell. Somebody can get down on their hands and knees and push the pedal. You can have someone sit in the, Who's the smallest person? They can sit in the seat with you. It's like two people playing a piano. Charlene. <laughs> All right. That may be the way to go. You okay? So let's say uh, you're going to have to have Charlene mogul. up there. I'm not a Hollywood mogul. <laughs> All right, we'll make a we'll make a couple extra pilot rolls on the way back. We'll, we'll figure out a way to do this. So landing's going to be fun. Landing will be fun. How long does this last? Is this uh, hours rounds. upon hour? Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Well, one d ten rounds. So he's got to roll for that too. Yeah, roll the roll the die to see how many rounds because I know how long you. Ten. Jeez, Louise. Nice. All right. Well, most of your flight, once you get through the pass, is straight. So you're good that way. You're, you'll be <laughs> fine by the time you get to where you're going. And the wind is good. But uh, for the pass, you definitely need Charlene up there to help you with the pedal. It's a good idea. All right. Make a pilot roll. Do I take a penalty dice? Uh, I, I've actually, I'm taking that into account. What, how, what do you do? Or how do you do, rather? All right. Well, I passed the first one. How 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 well? Oh, 48 out of 70. Okay, you're fine. Now make one more. Forty-five out of seventy. Okay, one more. And I'm just gonna roll for Charlene to make sure she doesn't. Twenty-three. All right, Charlene's foot slips at the last moment, but it's not enough to to crash your aircraft. But you do swerve very close to the mountain at mountain's edge, and by the time you get a little, your leg starts to feel better. By the time you're halfway back to Lake Camp, so barring anyone wishing to do anything, you do arrive at Lake Camp. There are a lot of people there. There are two. Uh, Two Yunkers aircraft are loading up members of the both expeditions right now. And uh, as you land, you land. Uh, I won't make you roll for a landing because your leg's back to normal. You see there are people from the, the, the Graf Zeppelin is not there yet, but you're told the Zeppelin's on its way. It's going to take us all back. We're, everything's, everything's excellent. We've got food. We've got transport. And three reporters come running towards your aircraft as you land. Reporters. 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 The Yunkers aircraft brought them from the Weddell base. And uh, they there's one from Germany, speaks English. There's one from the UK and there's one from America. And they're they're saying, please, they have like, little portable their pads of paper saying, tell us, you, you, you heroes, you're the heroes of, of the expedition. You rescued those souls. And they're asking questions like, all, all sorts of questions like tell us what you've seen we've we've seen some of the information that was uh, shown to us by the German expedition they've told us about the city of the ancients and the that you found monsters frozen in the ice tell us more like, they're, they're really they're just bombasting you with questions and queries it's nonsense 
It's all absolute pardon, nonsense. Fossils. If you will pardon me, I need to go and change my underwear. <laughs> I just I just walk right past him. I don't say a word. I'm going to my tent. We're like really okay. tired right now. Please don't bother us. Dr. Hawks, what do you do? I'm going to help Laura and uh, what's his name with his hands and try to get them off, get them to the tent and yep. just ignore the reporters. And in all know. eyes, in all eyes, settle on Elmer. <laughs> Which is exactly what he wanted. <laughs> Elmer's, Elmer, the smile brightens. His, it just widens his eyes. Go, ching, ching, ching. You Elmer. shut your lying Mr. mouth, Jones, Elmer. Mr. Jones, you're the surveyor. <laughs> Tell us, tell us what, what can you can you tell us what, what what's happened and what you've seen? No comment. I'm actually going to mourn my cousin. Yeah, normally I would be living this up, but after everything that's happened, I'm not saying a thing. There you go. I'm afraid Tugna's oh. going to shoot me. <laughs> that's not outside the realm of possibility. Exactly. <laughs> Well, they do try for a bit, and they, they do try to, to, to corner you, but as, as you're not willing to talk, they, uh, they eventually tend to go off and talk to the Germans. Um, what you gather after Professor Moore's brought into the you, – you take Professor – Dr. Hawks takes Professor Moore into the medical tent. There are less people here. That, like one of the Yunkers takes off loaded with people from the – they're going to be coming back. They're ferrying all the crews back to uh, the Lexington base. Uh, camp by, by the water, and the Weddell base is what's what's uh, the German base is called. It's a little farther away, so they're taking two separate aircraft. Um, you find that uh, one thing they did have some information at the cache that they took with them onto the Graf Zeppelin. The Germans did have in the other aircraft some of the uh, uh, relics and such, and, and drawings and such, and notes. So a lot of information did make its way back, and you find that the information has been sent to the world uh, through these eight news agencies, constant reports from the German crew. So a lot of information has gone back. Obviously not everything, um, but you have dealt with. Um, you're, you're approached by a member of the German expedition, and they say, oh, you're, you're heroes now. You're heroes. You should embrace this. We should, we should, this is the way we're all going to become famous. We're going to have requests and scientific studies and papers and that you'll be writing and speaking engagements around the world. We have to, we, we have to team up on this and, and be, be as one. We're, they're, they're assuming you're all in one room. Like you're still like, you're right. not separating too much. When I get back, I'm going back to Tibet and meditate for 10 years. Um, I just, I'm, I'm too burned out to, uh, even communicate with these nuts. Well, someone corners you and says, whatever happened to Le Ms. Lexington? Well, I say, unfortunately, well, who's she talking, who's she cornering, who are they, are they cornering me? You, yes. Um, casualty of, uh. It, it's extremely dangerous up there. Casualty. That's all I say. Oh. Well, they, they try to corner Charlene as well, and she she follows your lead and doesn't speak to them. Uh, Professor Moore, he had wants nothing to do with them right now. He he's His is more academic. He wants to keep the information to himself. Uh, doesn't want to share it with anyone. 
I, uh, but you are, you know, foods, foods ready as well. Like, sorry. Go ahead. Also, you know, I should point out, make, make, made a comment about this in the sidebar there. I'm over my 20%. Oh. So it looks like, so it looks like Nigel's going to be taking a nice long vacation. We all yes. are. Oh yes. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not really, don't have any psychology, but I'm going to try a little bit of psychology on, on one of these reporters and just tell them that, um, yes, there is an ancient city up there and it is a gigantic death trap. It's ancient, that? it's crumbling. It's ancient, it's crumbling. It's like you make one wrong move and a building comes down on top of you. It's extremely dangerous. But what are these creatures that were spoken of? What, uh, what were these things? What are these things? Are they a threat to humanity? What what's the what's what is the story on that? I I don't know what you're talking about, and I just just walk away. Hmm. So they start making notes, and they say they're they're running to the radio radio tent. You can actually, after a while, you hear one of them saying, "Acacia Lexington missing, missing in action, <clears throat> possibly possibly deceased." So so the news is flying around, and you're you're cornered not cornered but after a while when you're having food and you're you're recovering and you're changing your clothes whatever you're doing happy to not be breathing with the tube anymore you're approached by a member of the german expedition and this is a senior person you haven't seen before uh he's come in on the yunkers and he's he says i please i i'd like more information on what happened to to mr My, to dr myers Who is this guy approaching all of us? Uh, all of you together. So you're, you're, eating, you're having food, and you're, you've eventually been left alone by the, the, the crews, the, the, the news reporters. Can you tell us what happened to Dr. Myers? We have some information from our people that came back on the Zeppelin, but it seems crazy. I'm not sure we should say anything at all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember this. This must have been when I was this was you were incapacitated. Oh, <laughs> uh, Myers didn't make it. I mean, that's about all we can say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're left alone for a while um, <clears throat> to formulate any any thoughts you may have and what you wish to do, because you're being offered the opportunity to leave. Like people are being. The, the one Yunkers leaves to go to the German camp, and one goes to the uh, the the Lexington camp. Uh, they're they're slowly removing people, the six at a time, and you're thinking you're, you're left home to think. How about our camp? The Lexington camp is actually now located at the same as the Starkweather Moor camp. When okay. when you got off the ships, you joined together into one 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 camp. So both ships are there. Right. And they're evacuating everybody, basically. They're evacuating. And the Graf Zeppelin uh, is, is is coming. That's what you've been told. The Graf Zeppelin is coming this way to get to bring to get the last of the equipment and everything else. How long are we here before we are we leave? Well, you've got a little while because they're giving you time to pack your things and to get yourself straightened around and have discuss you're, you've got time to talk. There is a fellow who keeps the same fellow who's speaking to you. It's like he keeps it kind of approaching your table and then not approaching your table. Then he, he, if you're just eating and you're just, you're not, 
really, you're just trying to relax and you look annoyed. He comes up to you and he says, I have some information for you you may find very interesting. You know of the Pym story, correct? Yes. You know of the story of the white statue in the tunnels? Uh, yes. Rather than heading back to America on your ship, we would like to invite your team, your group, to come with us to the Weddell base. At the Weddell base, we have some information on the presence to verify that this statue actually exists and that these tunnels, the Pym stories, were correct. It was one of the main reasons we came here. We weren't originally going to send people to your camp to join your expedition. We were convinced to buy Acacia Lexington when she was having troubles herself and she needed to make uh, an arrangement. We have, we, we could use your expertise in the cities with our further investigations. What are you hoping to find? The statue? We, we found the statue. That is not information is not going out to the world. But that's just telling you that Pim's that that Poe's story was true. There's more to it. There are tunnels that we believe do lead to the city. And we wish to explore more and gather more information. Let them have their stories about an ancient decrepit city on the other side of these mountains. They'll never go there. They can't get there. It was difficult for you to get there. We have time for further investigations. We have time to look into this. Well, they send their ship back and, and these, these, these geologists and such and the samples, they go back and they'll study them for years and they'll, they'll try to raise another team. But with the political state of Europe right now, I don't want to go back to Germany. I want to keep a, a core group at, at our Weddell base funded fully by the German government because they, 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 they're sending money out for all kinds of expeditions. And we want to look into this further and we could certainly use your expertise. So don't, don't, don't head back to America and be bogged down. I mean, discussions. this guy, this guy can sit there and look at us and tell that we're like crazed out of our minds. Half of us are, you know, on the, verge of a nervous breakdown so i mean it's like surely he sees this that's why he gave you time he gave you time to get changed and and gets down have some coffee and food and that he he was yeah. polite enough to wait until it seemed like the right moment to speak to you and he's a very academic person i think he's barking up the wrong tree as far as i'm concerned i don't know i'd sell my soul for a steak right now i'm tired of being Do you say that do you say that? <laughs> well, I'm not. Because he he does brag about the, the stocks of their kitchens at the Weddell base. Better food than this pemmican and chicory coffee. Don't sign any paperwork. Freelancers. We will, I, we'll, you can go back to your America at any time. When, this, when the summer ends and the winter begins, we, we're all heading back. Six Six weeks, six weeks, and we can send you in the Graf Zeppelin to Chile. 
and you can go from there. Or you can wait until winter starts to loom and we'll all head back on the Zeppelin. We'll go to Los Angeles. We can drop you off there. We can go fly across the United States to New York. We can drop you off there. You have passage not even being on a ship. I, for one, never want to see society again. You don't want to see society again? No. We'll never see a steak again. <laughs> we have nice yak steaks at the Buddhist temple. After the, shit, after the shit that we have seen, the last thing I want to do is to talk to reporters and to have my picture in the paper and ask to be speaking at colleges and I'm I'm going to Nepal. There you go. And there I shall stay. I, honest to God, I'm sitting here and I'm torn because I don't know whether I'm... All I want to do is get away from here or do I want to make sure that they don't fuck things up? Sure, I kind of feel the same way, Dr. Lettenberg. Um going to say if Nigel's going to stay, if anybody else. If you're going to stay, I'm going to stay. We already have inside knowledge of what's up there. We can warn them to be careful of certain areas. And it's otherwise, not like... just, otherwise, they're just going to stumble into everything again, the same way we yeah. did. And it's not like we're going to stop them from going up there. That's yeah, true. That's true. I owe it to my science. my scientific nature to... Uh, but I have lost. I, I have lost. I've lost twenty three percent. I've lost thirty seven. I've lost nineteen points total. Um, out of forty nine. So I've lost the full third of my. my so, that being said, I'll stay. Because I'm nuts. I got some pictures to draw. And some he, elder things he, to chat with. He begins to extol the virtues of their camp. That as much as your camp were tense, all the crayons you their can camp, enjoy. They have structures. They have structures at their tent. They have warm buildings. They have, they have saunas. They uh, have will I be, will schnapps. I be, will I be able to radio my dad? Absolutely. Free. We want to control the message as much as we can. You will have access to the radio. We just want to join forces, avoid the political issues that are happening throughout the world right now. And Yeah. You know, Dr. Lindenbrook, these guys are our best hope of getting this controlled because they don't want to do they don't want to be political about it. They just want to explore. Well, I'm sure that the government, if, if everything has gotten out that we think has gotten out, then the, the the governments are going to get in control. I mean, they're going to do it anyway, but maybe we can mod moderate. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I don't want to be in. I really want to go home. But Did Ritter survive? Yes. Wow, Fuck. that's pretty certain I'd killed him with my oh, wait, no. first aid skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, it Ritter survived. Didn't you attach his to his uh, larynx? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I replaced his pancreas with now a squeaky tongue. Now he's just talking shit. <laughs> uh, I attached uh, his wibula to his wobula. Well, um, as long as they got as long as they got stakes, I'm in. All right. Oh, I want to go home so bad, but yep. my job's okay. not done. I really have nothing to go back to. So. I've got a whole life back home. I'm a professor at, at Miskatonic. Well, they they allow you. They say, look, use your radios. Make your make your radio calls. The Zeppelin is on its way here. We'll pack up the remainders of the tents. We have crew to do that, and then we're off to the Weddell base. And if everyone's good with that. Can you get your hands on a flamethrower? No. Nah. <laughs> you go. You've seen too many movies. <laughs> when when does napalm get invented? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's I'll, I'll assume to fast forward a bit, you're able to spend some time, make your radio calls, everything you want. The Zeppelin does arrive. All materials, all the other people are off to their own. Like some are gone to the German base, of course. Some are gone to the Tallahassee and the, uh, the the what the heck is the other ship? It's been so long. The Gabrielle and the the Zeppelin arrives. You load on the Zeppelin. You head to the Weddell base. It's exactly as he described. It's a it's a very precisely linear structures. It's wonderfully stocked. There are food. There are warm buildings. There is everything. And you do see that there is the uh, th there are plans laying out where they have identified things that they have found, and it's everything that they've promised. There's no discussions uh, that that seem uh, untoward or anything's wrong. So you're set up in a tent, and the next phase of exploration will continue on with the statue that they give you the details on the statue and the, and the tunnels and such. And uh, that's generally the end of it for now. And so you we are... will pick up with the new the new story in, uh, in a while. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, there's a bit of an epilogue here. In that, yes, there are things you will we will pick up on. We will pick up with the next phase of this when we play next on this this game. But one thing happens part within a, within a few weeks. A few weeks, I would say, it is exactly uh, one week after you've arrived. And there are things that will happen in the ensuing days that will lead up to this, but one flash forward one week and a radio call comes in. And it's an, it's an emergency call from the, the Gabrielle. And what you're told is, the radio man gets this message and they're just, they, it's scarbled, it's, it's, it's broken. And they've had some messages coming in where they've had some difficulties with some issues on the ship. Um, and the radio man comes and they tra he translates it into uh, because he's German, so he's he's hearing it and it's all kind of messed up. Black creatures on the Gabrielle, strange black creatures that, that the crew was fighting and fire on the Gabrielle. And on the evening of the twenty third of December, the captain. The last message was he's put the remaining passengers on board lifeboats and they've abandoned the Gabrielle in the ocean. Oh, jeez. We made the right decision. So that is the correct decision, but that's that's where we'll pick up the next time. Oh, okay. And by the next time, you don't mean next week. You mean no. 
I mean, like six you... months from now or something. Ah, like not that. six months. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through Let's the, take the a break. Take a break for the the Christmas holidays and the the winter games and such, and then we can pick it up again in the next phase of adventure on this. All right. Um, our players included Jerry Bryant, Bill Mize, Greg Malcolm, Mick Swan. Jeff Wilkins and myself with Sean Little as Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Sleight of Hand, was composed by James Brett and is used with his permission. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. We do have a new patron whose name we don't really know. Uh, he goes by Dalpo, I guess. Dalpo. Uh, he's pledged $3 a month. Thanks, Dalpo. I know him. Thanks, Dalpo. Oh, you do? Cool. Is it Dalpo? <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to become a, a, a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm-hmm.